All right, guys. Latest episode of the Final Score 2 takes you to California Dreams again. We've got another guy from California Dreams. We've got J. Anthony Frankie, who played Jake Summers on California Dreams. I think he started in Season 2, was there from the end. Uh, great interview with this guy. Really nice guy. Talks a lot about the show. He was he actually lives in Australia, so we were kind of playing around with the time difference, but turned out to be a great interview. We thank him for being such a great guest. Hope you guys enjoy. All right, guys. Final score is back again with a big interview, and I'm kind I'm really really pumped for this one. Uh, if you were a teenager back in the in the nineties. And you got up on Saturday morning. Cartoons weren't weren't the thing back then. You know, they, you had the Save by the Bells. I think it was one called Hang Time. Uh, there was a few others, but one of my favorites was California Dreams. You know, you remember the guy? Don't wake me up if I'm dreaming. Surf dudes with attitudes. Uh, this guy was one of the key characters, if not the key character in that in that show. Came on in season two. But he stayed for the rest of it. I'm talking about J. Anthony Frank, who who played Jake Summers. Everybody remembers Jake, the 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 rebel with the the leather jacket that came in, and uh, he just really made an impact on that show. And with me today is J. Anthony Frank. Thank you for being here today, Mr. Frank. It's 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 an honor. Uh, my pleasure, man. And it is Frankie. Frankie, I'm know. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No worries, no worries. But yeah, no, it's a pleasure to be here, and thank you so much. I'm glad you you enjoyed the show so much. Oh yeah, we did. I definitely did. Uh, we've been we've been trying to get this set up for a while. But uh, Mr. Frankie is in Australia, so the time difference is is kind of made it hard for us. But we managed to do it this morning. It's actually night for him. I think it's morning for us. Uh, you grew up in 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 Maryland, right? Yeah, uh, born born in Leonardtown, Maryland. Uh, lived around the uh, Callaway uh, area uh, on the Potomac. Okay. Uh, and then moved to uh, California, uh, greater Los Angeles area, um, and then yeah, just went from there. Yeah. So, did you? What? When did you? I know you play played the guitar, of course. When did you start getting into music and entertainment and stuff? Uh, a friend of mine um, reminded me on the um, on on Facebook the other day. Uh, reminded me that I used to sing along uh, when I, when we were like in kindergarten, <laughs> to like Pink Floyd and and uh, and Sticks and shit like that. Uh, I'm sorry, can I call? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. No, big, that's no big deal. All right, um, yeah, Pink Floyd and Sticks and and you made David Bowie, you know, uh, Led Zeppelin. Uh, he reminded me that I used to sing along uh, to all that stuff, as you know, at the top of my lungs on the, on the bus <laughs> on the uh, way to school every day. So I guess I got started pretty damn early. Yeah, so you were you were into like the seventies music was pretty much your influences, I guess. Yeah, seventies, sixties. I uh, grew up with a lot of sixties stuff. My mother and uh, was into a lot of that, and um, and then of course the stuff that was happening when I was growing up, uh, which was you know when I was a teenager in the eighties. So yeah, so when did you when did you start learning guitar? Uh, started. Getting around with the guitar, uh, probably about seventeen. Okay. Yeah, uh, seventeen years old, and then I uh, was on the show at uh, I think twenty one was when I started. Right. I was twenty one years old. That's, that's pretty impressive. now, so. That's pretty impressive the way you, to, to to start it, be playing for four years and come on the show like that. That's and and do like what you did on the show. That's pretty impressive. 
Uh, well, I could. I mean, I could play, but um, you, if you, like, like I mentioned earlier, uh, in pre-interview, um, if you listen to a song like Leather and Loose, um, that was me singing and playing. Well, that was a quick little song I was did wrote for Jake episode. Um, a lot of the stuff that we did was pre-recorded in the studio. Right. Okay. So, um, yeah, I can play, but uh, there was another. There was other dudes okay. doing stuff as well. Okay. Well, what what got you into acting? Uh, at the time, I figured it was the only thing I really wanted to do. Um, so I started auditioning. Um, and uh, went through a lot of, re- like, years and years of rejection, just doing small bit parts here and there. I did play uh, one of um, Kelly uh, Bundy's boyfriends in an episode, well, not boyfriend, but pizza delivery guy she was hanging out with. And I uh, did get to get beat up by uh, Al Bundy, which is pretty cool. <laughs> um, not a lot of people get to say that. Well, right. actually, at least one person in an episode for 11 years says it, but um, <laughs> still, uh, I did get to get beat up by Al Bundy. Um did some bit parts on some soap operas and some commercials and stuff, and then um, but nothing really that was mine. And then um, all of a sudden, I landed a uh, part of Jake. Yeah, well, I, I remember when you came on. Now you came on in season two. What did I, I mean? Did they just want somebody different on there? Because uh, you know, what was the purpose of bringing you in? Then did they tell you? Um. Uh, yeah, the kind. I think they just wanted a, uh, a a dynamic that wasn't as wholesome, right? As the first season was. Um, I, I think that's about it. And it wasn't that Jake was unwholesome. It was just that Jake just had a slight edge compared to the others, um, an edginess to him um, compared to the others. Whereas the, you know the others were, um, you know, perfectly fine and awesome in their own right. And then Jake just had a different uh, thing going on um, that was different than the dynamic that the group previously had. Yeah, you were, you were, I, I remember think the first episode, you were like the rebel that everybody was scared of. Uh, right. And then they found out you, I think what, Matt found out you wrote music and that kind of, kind of broke the ice and, uh, you know, the rest is history, I guess. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, they all thought I wanted to kill Matt and, and um, my, my, uh, confrontations with Matt up until that point made it seem like I wanted to kill Matt. Right. But that was just the way Jake was. And then when, you, you know, when Jake uh, and Matt were uh, in uh, Matt's room and talking about music, it came out that Jake was actually just a pretty normal guy who just happened to be able to beat the crap out of people if needed. <laughs> so I, what was what was the reaction from the rest of the cast when you came in? Was it, I mean, were they all really receptive to you or was it, you know, kind of awkward? Um, I think they, I think they were, um, I mean, they were, no, they were very receptive and very nice and, and very welcoming. Um, I think they were like, you know, what the heck is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but other than that, no, everybody was, everybody was fine. It was great. Um, we all got along pretty well. Yeah. It, it, it seemed like, you know, then, you know, of course, uh, Jenny leaves. That was your love interest at first. Uh, and, yeah. and then you start the whole, the whole thing with Tiffany. Uh, it's on and off with Tiffany. I thought that was pretty much the re- the key relationship there. Um, you talk about the music that was on California Dreams. Now, did it, you say some guys played? You played on one song. When y'all y'all actually made a they actually made a California Dream CD. Is there any of you on that CD? 
Oh yeah, Matt. Matt was actually a uh, bona fide born and bred musician. Okay. Or, or, uh, or Brent Gore. Brent Gore. Yeah. Brent Gore. Yeah, bona fide born and bred musician. If you look up, uh, look him up now, you'll find that he has um, uh, quite a few albums under his belt um, with quite a few bands, quite a few different projects, um, and he's phenomenally, phenomenally talented. Uh, I'm just kind of a hack. I just kind of like I'm a jack of all trades. Oh, and I just kind of uh, pick, pick, I pick things up here and there and do things some things and I'm I get sort of good at some and you know, maybe not some others but um but yeah he was he was definitely the musician of the group okay um most of the people uh, sang I'm not going to say who and who did and who didn't right. um but most of the people sang um and uh, most of the people did not play their instruments uh, I can say Brentley Gore did yeah I um. But other than that, uh, yeah, um, that yeah, yeah. I, I think one of the one of the best shows you had, and uh, of course the probably the saddest show up there was the last show uh, when you don't want to let the dreams go, and the rest of them are going to separate ways. But you get offered a contract, and yep. and you don't take it. You don't want to take it. But the song, I don't know who wrote the song that I was there. That was pretty pretty great song i still listen to it today. i've got my daughter hooked on that for a while but uh that song that, was pretty awesome that was um i think most of our songs were actually written by steve tyrell okay and uh tyrell music uh was his uh company in los angeles he did music for pretty much all of the big uh shows especially shows that had music and kids and bands and stuff like that and he's just really good at making music that uh young people can relate to and the, the magical thing about that song was that not only was it a song that uh, young people could relate to, but it had that Beatlesque hooks to it. Those yeah. Beatlesque hooks. Yeah, it did. Um, and that was pretty magical because even if somebody uh, that was a young person that was watching that episode didn't know the Beatles, they got to experience a little bit yeah. of the Beatles, whether they liked it or not. So what? What was uh? I guess to ask you, what was your favorite favorite episode that you were on? Oh man! Um, oh wow! You know what? Uh, there were so many, and they all kind of run together. Right, right. Um, I would I would have to I would have to say any one of them where uh, Sly and I got to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, those were always fun, um, you know, pushing his uh, head into a, a cake. Yeah, yeah. Um, or the one where we actually duped it out a little bit. Uh, that was a little. That was fun. Um, he and he's a fun guy to work with. Um, I think the episode I did where uh, my uncle Frank uh, died from lung cancer was a, was a doozy. Right, right. Um, but also also fun to do at the same time. You know, those shows are pretty lighthearted, even when they're dealing with something heavy. Right. Um, uh, there was. Yeah, that's uh, last episode was also pretty good. The too much to dream episode, I remember uh, where Jane Walker stole my song. Yeah, uh, that was a fun one. Um, that was actually not only was that fun, but we also got to watch uh, Aaron Jackson get his head sandwiched between two massive cakes <laughs> by one of the uh, by uh, oh, what was his name? Head cheese. Head cheese was the name of the waiter, <laughs> and he said head cheese don't like being laughed at, and he and that was we. We were floored when we saw uh, how forceful this guy put uh, Aaron Jackson's head in between these cakes. But Aaron, Aaron took it like a champ, took it all in stride. It was a lot of fun.
Yeah. So, are you still in, pretty much in contact with most of the guys from the show? Uh, for the most part, we're all on Facebook. Say hello every now and then. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just every now and then. Yep. Yeah. I got to ask you this: uh, the Jimmy Fallon episode. How did that come about? Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> um, I was actually here. I was here. I moved to Australia in two thousand eight. And then um, I got a call uh, in 2000, I think it was 2010, saying, hey, uh, they're doing a reunion uh, on, uh, California Reunion's reunion on Jimmy Fallon's show. Uh, do you want to be a part of it? And I was like, oh, yeah, why not? Um, and so they flew me out. Um, but that's pretty much all I knew about it. I, I don't know how it came about. I don't know what started it. Oh, well, maybe I do. Uh, I think they had been trying to get a Saved by the Bell Right. This is starting to ring a bell now, yes. They, I think they were trying to get a Saved by the Bell reunion going for a while, and it just wasn't happening. And then somebody, one of the writers, was a big fan of our show, and said, hey, we can do uh, another one that's just as good. We can do a California Dreams reunion. And then they just went, you know what? Fine, let's do it. So I think that's, I think that's how that came about. Yeah, I think, I think after you guys, and I'm not sure I'm... I'm, I'm kind of fuzzy on that but i think after you guys did it i think they ended up doing it after that because uh, i don't know if they said well you know if they did it we've got to do it now but you guys actually got everybody pretty much everybody there and i don't think say by the bell got everybody there those guys some of those guys don't get along but okay after after california dreams ends where did you go after that um california dreams ended and um i just kind of i was kind of burnt out um so I, I ended up getting a job at Activision, making uh, doing uh, quality assurance for video games. Wow! Yeah, I, um, and then that's actually ended up being my career. Like I'm actually I do the same thing. Um, I'm a senior quality assurance uh, project lead at uh, EA in uh, Melbourne now. See, when I when I think of Activision, the first thing that pops in my mind, I'm a you know older. I'm about you, almost your age. I'm about a year younger. First thing I think of when I hear Activision is Pitfall. Well, I was gonna say, yep, Pitfall, yeah. the alligators, and yep. Yeah, Pitfall was like my game back then on Atari Twenty Six Hundred. So, uh, but what? Can, yeah, I that. And, and I know me and you have talked about what you do now, but and and it seemed, and I'm like, you know, this is like a dream job for anybody to be working on video games, but it, I, it's not always cracked up to be, right? No, it's a job like any other job. Um, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't sit around and uh, hang back, hang out on easy chairs, and eat pizza, drink Mountain Dew, and play games. Um, we, uh, it's, it's hard work, nose of the grindstone, um, and not a lot of time is spent playing at all for us. Right. Well, what what games do you, uh, you pretty much work on? It that you that you look at. I mean, what's some of the games that you that stood out? Uh, I've worked on. I know I'm on the, I did a little bit of stuff for the original Call of Duty, and I'm on a special thanks for that. Um, I worked on uh, something called Star Trek Away Team, uh, Tenshu, uh, uh, Stealth Assassin, um, Daikatana, Deus Ex. On Deus Ex, uh, I played, I actually played the main character as well. Okay. Uh, and that's actually a pretty big cult hit. Um, that's a pretty huge game, and I've got a lot of fans from that. Um, worked on uh, some of the Tony Hawk games, some of the Quake games. Uh, wow. Um, a lot of stuff. Yeah, you, lot you, of stuff. You, you've uh, worked on a lot of them then. 
Yeah, quite a few, quite a few. Uh, all right, well, and that, that's what you're doing now. Uh, any chance, any chance of another get together for the California Dreams? Uh, you know, man, uh, I never say never. So yeah, who knows? Um, it's possible. Um, if so, they did do a uh, a concert, a reunion concert recently, but I, it was really short notice and I couldn't make it out. Okay. So maybe they'll have another, and maybe I'll have enough notice to make it out. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty awesome to see it. Well, look, I, I'll tell you what. I, I thank you again for doing this interview with me. Uh, it's been a, it's been an honor. It's been great to talk to you. Uh, thank you so much again, and uh, we'll, we'll be looking. Looking online, I'll be keeping up with you. Maybe we'll see that California Dreams concert soon. Oh, my pleasure, Stevie. No worries. Right. And, happy and to do it. Thank you for all the great memories. And uh, like I said, I, I still watch. From time to time, I still watch them. I've got them on DVD, so I still watch them and try to get my daughter to watch them with me. She she pretty much does. From and she, I think she enjoys it. She's a Saved by the Bell. When oh. when she started watching Saved by the Bell, I said, "Well, you got to watch California Dreams. I think you'd like that just as much as Saved by the Bell." And she does, but. Uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome to think about that. I'm talking to a guy right now that was on Saturday mornings. I sat down and watched, and uh, pretty much, it, it's it's pretty great. Thank you again. My pleasure. And tell your wife and daughter I said hello. All right, you you take care. Thank you again, sir. All right, you too. And see y'all later. All right. Yeah.